All right, here we go. My name is Jeff Kay, and you're listening to episode 320 of the world-famous West Virginia Surf Report podcast. Steve and I were talking the other day, probably when we were at that baseball game, or on the way to that baseball game, about this uh, time we went to see uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is back when we were in high school, or right after, I don't know, probably when we were in high school. And um, they used to have midnight movies back in the 80s, that was like the big thing, that was uh, that was the hip, uh, you know, that was the trend. And there was this, there was this uh, theater in Charleston called the Park Place. I don't know if it's still there, but it was in the bottom of a, uh, a parking garage beside the mall, right? So uh, it, was, it was the bottom floor of a parking garage. So it's called Park Place. Get it? You understand where they're coming from? It's kind of a play on words. <laughs> but it was uh, at that time, it was new kind of fancy and it had like seven screens or six I don't remember but um so and every Friday and every Saturday they had mid- midnight movies there and uh each so if it had six screens they had six different movies play and you could go so that thing drew every teenage hooligan in the whole area so there would be high school kids or you know people in that age bracket up there Probably seventy-five percent of them drunk or high or something. I mean, it was it was it was a, it was a wild scene, and we, we went to a bunch of them. And um, one time we went up there. Steve was with us. I don't know. There's a there was a group of us. I don't remember who was with who was there, but we went to see the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It was the first time I'd ever seen it. And I mean, I knew about it. It was you know it was uh, it had a reputation. I knew there was like some kind of like nerdy uh, slash ironic audience participation. I mean, you read about it in magazines and stuff. I'd never seen it. I don't think it was ever up there. I mean, I think that might be, might have been the first time it was shown. I, I'm not 100% sure. But it was kind of a big deal, right? Because, uh, you know, uh, most people had not seen it. They'd only read about it, had a reputation. So we went up there, and uh, they were selling throwables stuff. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't think they called it that. But they were selling stuff. So you could participate in the uh, in the whole thing, you know. Like there was a scene where they would uh, somebody would say, "I propose a toast," and people in the audience throw slices of toast. So you could buy toast slices of toast in the in the lobby. And there's like a there's like a, a wedding scene, I think, and so you, people throw rice, you know. You could buy rice. They had stuff in there that you, to help you to facilitate your. Uh, you know, role playing or whatever. I don't know how you want to, whatever you want to call it, right? And that was the spirit of it, right? It turned into a, th- I mean, just a, an absolute, just absolute mayhem. <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, we walked in the, we walked in the theater. Place was crowded. 
people were hurling stuff. I mean, you're not supposed to. I don't think you're supposed to wind up and throw like a, like a like Nolan Ryan. You know, I mean, you just walk in there. As soon as we walked in there, I get hit like a just a blast in the face of a uh, of rice. You know, like one whole side of my face just gets blasted with rice. It was, it was like thrown so hard it stung. You know what I mean? And, and it looked like a blizzard. I mean, there's just rice, just fly. There's shit flying through the air. People are yelling and screaming. People standing on chairs. <laughs> it was complete mayhem. And then there's this guy from uh, the radio station, FM 105, which is the rock station. I think they call themselves Rock 105 now. Playing the same songs, the basically the same playlist as when I lived there when I was in high school. <sighs> And um, he was a DJ, I believe. He he gets up there to introduce the film and welcome everybody. You know, it's like one of these FM 105, uh, you know, themed things. So he gets up there and uh, he starts talking. Steve has like something. I don't know what he. I don't know if it's like a. It feels like it was like a ball of aluminum foil. I need to ask him about that. I don't remember. It was something something balled up. It was like the size, it was slightly smaller than a baseball. I don't know if it was tape. I don't. I don't remember what it was. It seems like it was aluminum foil. And um, this guy's up there talking, welcoming everybody, you know. And uh, Steve stands up and just hurls the thing and hits him right in the center of the chest. <laughs> the guy's talking, and uh, Steve hits him right in the center of the chest. Place goes crazy. Everybody's clapping and yelling and stuff. And he gives the the guy that pissed him off. That pissed him right off. So he gives the double double barreled uh, you know bird flips the bird both hands, and walks off. He's pissed. So um, so then the movie starts and it's just like mayhem. They were I think one of the things they were selling was uh, these cheap flashlights. I don't know. It's, it's been so long. For some reason, I feel like flashlights had something to do with this. And uh, people were like taking them apart. And throwing each component part, <laughs> you know what I mean, including those big batteries. You know, people were flinging batteries, throwing batteries in there, and they were. You know, at some point they were like hauling people out. People were like bleeding, like their face was like. I mean, there's like blood pouring down their you know, out of their face. They were taking people out of there on gurneys. I think I don't know. And I mean, it, it was it was insane. It was one of the craziest things. This is not in the spirit of this uh, nerd fest. You're supposed to go up there and be ironic and uh, you know <laughs> everybody's in on the joke and everything. It's turned into like some kind of free for all hillbilly freak out. You know, people were being taken out of there on stretchers. I mean, people were bleeding. You know. And um, I was getting blasted in the face <laughs> with just like a cannon shot of of of, of rice. So that so that thing was crazy. It was one of the wildest things. We when we went home when I, when I went home there was like uh, there was rice embedded deep in my uh, in my big Bobby Brady fro. You know, I had a had a majestic fro. It was a natural too. It wasn't people people see pictures of it and they think I had some kind of had like some kind of permanent done or something. No, it's natural, you know. It had a big, uh, you know, jiffy pop hair is what I called it. And um, there's rice deep down in there against my scalp, deep into the deep into the fro. There was, uh, it was in all in my clothing. It was in my jacket. I mean, I, I like, um, you know, went to take a shower, take my underwear off, and there's like rice, <laughs> you know, falling. You know, it's like it's like mashed into my ass. You know. 
There's like rice pressed into my ass cheeks. There was like for a week, for weeks, it was in my jacket. I found it in my jacket. I washed the jacket. It was still in there. It wouldn't come out. It was like down in like deep in like uh, the, the pockets and the stuff. I kept finding rice. It was everywhere. It was insane. We were like, this is the greatest night of our lives. <laughs> this is like the best thing that's ever happened to us. And just like next Saturday, they're going to do it again. So we started planning. What could we, <laughs> what could we take up there? Maybe like tomatoes. <laughs> we were talking about produce. We were like take, thinking about all this stuff that we could take in there to throw. And um, they canceled it. They, or they, they locked it down. Somehow, I don't remember exactly how they did it, but they, they, they ruined it. I mean, when they start taking people out of there on stretchers, like it's probably, you know, probably not good. You know, it's probably, you know, they have to step in and do something about it. So um, that thing got, that was a one and done, you know. And um, But we happened to be there. It was a very memorable, very memorable night. <laughs> it was wild. So I thought I'd, I'd talk today. I, I have some other uh, debauchery in... Um, uh, movie, going to see movies. I had a few of them jotted down. Another one we went to it was another midnight movie. This time it was my friend Bill, who was who was known as Billy back then, <laughs> and Tim Smith, and the three of us went to. It wasn't at the Park Place. It was uh, I don't know the Capitol Theater, one of the, one of the older ones. It was just a single screen, and they were showing a collection of. Uh, Three Stooges shorts that supposedly had never been on TV before. So most people had never seen them before. And um, so we went up there, and it was packed. It was crowded. Billy at the time was working at Fast Check, which is a place I worked at later. I think he was there before me. And um, he he brought some stuff from the store. (sighs) You know? He brought a sack of stuff from the store for us to throw in there. Is this something? I mean, I don't know. I mean, is this something you're supposed to do? Throw stuff <laughs> in a movie? I don't know. I mean, so he brings in this bag. It has all kinds of stuff in it. And and um, there was a pack of wieners in there, like hot dogs. There was a, a bag of uh, uh, chocolate chips in there, right? And... Um, you know, so so we're, we're sitting in there watching a the movie, <laughs> and um, we start flinging those hot dogs, and, and they're helicoptering across, like it goes across, like where the you know the light from the from the projector, you know, it goes like helicoptering across there, <laughs> and uh, you know it lands in the uh, you know in in the crowd, and, so, and you, you could hear somebody go, "What the hell." You know, and um, and then we take handfuls of those chocolate chips and <laughs> throw them. Sound like a rain stick. You know what I mean? When you turn over a rain stick, it's like, <laughs> and people were like, "What the hell's going on?" <laughs> there was like chocolate chips raining down on people. Wieners flying across the thing. People getting hit in the side of the face like a like a like a wiener goes skipping off somebody's temple. You know, <laughs> and it was, you know, I mean, is this stuff, is this normal? I mean, I mean, this is what you get when you have no internet, you got nothing. You got to create your own fun. And you, you're fairly creative, but also a, a lunatic and a hooligan. And you come up with these ideas like this. You throw hot dogs. 
and um, you know, uncooked hot dogs just straight out of the pack, <laughs> and handfuls of chocolate chips. It's, it adds to the fun. Although my friend Tim, I don't think he was very happy. In fact, I know he wasn't. He was like, "I actually wanted to see this. <laughs> you guys ruined this thing with, 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 with this with this with this stupidity." So anyway, that's that was another that was another memorable night. You know, how would you like to be sitting in a movie and like a like a, a wet. Like cold, wet wiener <laughs> hits you the side of the face or something, or goes down the back of your shirt or something. Um, and let's see, another time. Oh, this was at the park place, midnight movie. It was me, Billy, Vincent. Vincent was another friend of ours. He was a maniac, a wild man. And um, we were up there. We went to see, we we're in the main theater. Like this place was laid out, there was like a giant main theater. That's where they would, you know, generally have like the the big blockbuster new releases, and then they had smaller, like five or six smaller screening rooms. This was in the main hall, like the main theater, and it was Taxi Driver, right? So we went up there, and uh, there's like nobody in that theater for whatever reason. I don't know. I don't know what's going on because usually those things are packed, and uh, but I don't know if there was anybody else in there. It was like maybe like less than five people, like fewer than five people. So we were sitting in there, the three of us. Of course, there had been adult beverages earlier in the evening. I mean, you know, does that even need to be, does that even need to be said, you know? And uh, we're sitting there watching the movie. Vincent falls asleep. He's like leaning, he's like listing to the right. He's like leaning slightly forward and to the right slightly. He's, he's still upright, but he's not sitting straight up. You know what I mean? He's completely asleep. So we find uh, on the floor, there's an empty uh, popcorn bucket, you know, like a large popcorn. It's empty. We take it, and we just gingerly, like gently, place it on top of his head. <laughs> like put it on top of his head and try not to wake him up. Put it on there, and he didn't wake up. So he's sitting there, and we leave. We take off. So we get up and leave. And he, in my memory, there's nobody else in the theater. So there's like taxi driver. It's huge. It's like a huge theater. Taxi driver is on the screen. Vincent's sitting right in the middle of the theater with a popcorn bucket on his head. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and we just go and we go out into the lobby, waiting to see what happens. You know. And uh, I don't know, maybe like five minutes later, it didn't take long, maybe five, seven minutes, he comes rampaging. What the? You know, he was like pissed. The guy would get pissed about everything. He was like, he had a, he was a very volatile young man. And he, he was like fired up, you know, which made, you know, which is exactly what, you know, what we were hoping for. Hilarious. Vincent, uh, one time I worked with him at Fast Check. Billy worked there first, I think. There might have been a small overlap when all three of us were there. I don't remember. But um, I know that when I was there, Vincent was there for the most part during the whole time. And um, he worked overtime one time. This, this will give you an idea of, of the wildness. <laughs> so he worked some overtime. I don't remember the details. But he was expecting a big paycheck you know, he he was looking forward to this big paycheck where he did this overtime, and um, he uh, I don't know, you know, we got paid three fifty an hour or three thirty five or something. So we'd work forty hours, like full time. We we're working full time, and our checks would be like one oh seven or something for forty hours, you know. 
And um, so he worked some overtime. He was instead of his uh, you know 107, he was expecting like 126 or something. I don't know. I'm just, I mean, he, this is party time, baby. Going from 107 to 126. Woohoo! This is gonna be one hell of a week, right? So anyway, he was looking forward to this, and uh, he uh, he went up there. The, the checks came. He went up in the office and flipped through them, found his check, opened it. It was just for 107. It was just for the 40 hours. He flew completely off the handle, went wild. He went over into aisle one, right across from the egg case, <laughs> and there was this uh, freestanding display of, uh, I think it was Doritos, and it was you know a cardboard thing and it had bags of Doritos in it, and he went wow he started punching that thing, kicking it, like he knocked the whole thing over. He was jumping up and down on the bags. <laughs> they were like bursting open. They were shooting across the floor. He like destroyed, just like totally ripped this thing apart, and just like flung it all up on the uh, up on top of the egg case. And he was like yelling and screaming like a maniac. And um, he didn't even get fired. And I might add, I might add, there was another check up there that had his, had his. <laughs> I don't know why, there was two checks. There was one check for his 40 hours, and there was another check for his overtime. I don't know. But the check was up there if he'd have just kept flipping through the, <laughs> the stack. But he, 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 he went wild. The store was open. I mean, the store was open. And he was like like tearing this thing apart in a wild rage. He flung the thing up on top of the, up on top of the egg case. And um, there's like Doritos all over. I mean, I mean, destroyed product. They didn't do anything to him. I don't even know if I talked to him about it. The guy could get away with anything. It was amazing to me. If I did something like that, I'd have been shit candy. Probably would have punched me right in the face, you know. And um, but he was he he did stuff like that all the time. I remember one time. I don't want to turn this into a fast check podcast. Although I could probably do a whole episode. I know I could. Um, we were he and I were. Uh, Stocking aisle two, the uh, canned vegetables. You know the canned vegetable aisle, aisle two, and uh, we're we're uh, you know putting cans of green beans on the shelf and like facing it, you know, making sure it looked all neat and everything. And uh, there's these two old ladies in there shopping, like age of my grandmother, probably like in their seventies or something. And they're shopping, you know, and uh, Vincent rips off this gigantic fart that you could hear, you could hear all over the store. <laughs> and um, these women just look at, they just like whip their head. They're like astonished. They're like, what in the, you know, they just have this look of like disbelief. Like what in the, how, what? And um, Vincent, Vincent turns to him and goes, oh, right. Like you never farted before. <laughs> that was his, that was his defense. Nothing ever was said to him. He could do anything in there. The guy was like 007. The guy had a license to kill. I don't know how he got away with it. But the guy was uh, he was very volatile. And when he woke up with that popcorn bucket on his head, he, he flew into a rage that made us all laugh. It was hilarious. you know. Another, let's see what else we have on here. Um, oh, yeah. We used to go to the drive-in, too. There was this place called the Valley Drive-In, I think. I think that's what it was. And a bunch of us from the high school go down there, usually multiple cars because there'd be so many of us. And we'd go in there. Everybody is like, the trunk was like loaded with beer. You know, everybody's drinking. It was like debauchery, just insane. And the whole thing would be full of high school kids. It's like, that's what they catered to. And they sometimes they'd play like these softcore porn things, like these low class, like sex 
basically sex films. Like, I remember one time they had one. They used to show stuff like Flesh Gordon, stuff like that. I remember one time they had it. I didn't see this movie, but I saw the, I remember the ad. It said it was a movie called Pinocchio, and the ad in the paper said, Pinocchio, it's not his nose that grows. <laughs> you know, this is stuff. So I remember one time wearing my parents' station wagon. I didn't always drive, but sometimes I did. Different people drove. Different groups of people. Like... And I, I was in my parents' station wagon. It was like the Griswolds station wagon, almost exactly. Thing was loaded up with kids, like a whole bunch of people in the car. And um, there's like nudity. When we were driving in, we were driving across the thing, trying to find a spot to park. And there's nudity on the screen. Uh, somebody was topless. A woman was topless on the screen. And everybody, people in my car, all the guys in my car are like, look at that tits! Look at the tits! <laughs> it's like real real life Beavis and Butthead. Everybody's like screaming, tits! You know, <laughs> I just remember that. It was hilarious. So we, so this one time, uh, we, I don't think I was driving. And uh, we were parked I don't know. There's a bunch of us. Is multiple car. I think there were two carloads of of people from our high school, and Billy, my friend Billy, who put you know helped me with the popcorn, you know, popcorn crown, Vincent's popcorn crown, and, and all this. Uh, he he was smashed. He was drunk, like really drunk, and um, we were in the um, we went to the bathroom at some point, and. Uh, you know, there's a concession stand and had restrooms attached to it. He went. We were in the men's room, and uh, there was some old guy in there taking a leak in one of the toilet stalls, right? And uh, Billy, unprovoked, for reasons unknown, is like runs like he's like like he's on the football field and puts his shoulder into the divider, like the big divider of the of, of the uh, stall, knocks a thing completely off the wall. Thing comes completely off. And things wedged the man's. <laughs> he's trying to take a whiz, and, and the whole wall is like against him, and he's leaning. You know, he's like pressed between between this thing and and the other wall. You know, the other divider. He's like some old guy. He's wearing like a hat with uh, fishing lures attached to it. Right. He's trying to take a trying to take a leak. I don't know what he's doing there. I don't. He's up there seeing. Um, Flesh Gordon or something. I don't know, with a bunch of high school kids. He he, he gets mashed, you know, in, in, in the stall. Billy, like, so, um, he, and he starts yelling. This old guy's like, they're tearing it down. They're tearing it down. <laughs> so we, we take off. We get the hell out of there. And, um, and uh, we go back to the car. Billy's like, you know, he's smashed. Oh, by the way, sometimes we'd go to this thing. We'd go to this drive-in. I remember one time we were there. A whole bunch of us, and we ran out. We ran out of ran out of beer. Right? We, we miscalculated, you know, you know how much we needed, and uh, we ran out. There's still a lot of movie left. So me and this girl Cynthia, we climbed this ten foot fence. Right? We went over the fence, scaled the fence, and then ran down the block to a convenience store, <laughs> bought more beer, and then we went back to the fence. One of us went over. And then the other one threw the beer over, you know. And we cut, and the other one caught it. I don't remember. And then, uh, so and then we went back to the car, right? Uh, we we're like we we're like scaling the, a ten foot fence, running down the block to buy more beer. You know what I'm saying? 
but but this night he he knocked Billy knocked that knocked that divider down on that old guy. They're tearing it down. They're tearing it down. And um, we went back to the car. He was smashed. We stuck him in the back seat. He was back there. Some girl back there, and he was like, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what was going on. He was like, they were like, uh, I don't know, something was going on in the back seat. And um, and then uh, he uh, we we ended up going home. We left eventually. And somebody else drove his car. He was driving the. He drove there, but um, he was in no condition to drive. So somebody else drove his car home. I was in the other car, and we took him. We took him back to Dunbar to his house. You know, somebody whoever was driving his car parked the car. We uh, we took him out. We got him out of the car. He, he said, "Are you all right?" He's, "Yeah, I'm fine." You know, so um, he was wobbling. He was not not in good shape. And um, so he, he 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 starts walking towards his house, and we whoever was driving the car drove off. I said, "You got to go around the block. He's not. I don't trust that he's going to be able to get in the house." You know. So we went around the block, went around the block, and when we got back, he was laying face down in the backyard. He ripped down all the clotheslines. There's like I don't know, you know, those clotheslines in the backyard. It has like four lines or something. They were all ripped down. He was laying face down in the backyard. I was like, oh, you guys are going to have to help me get him inside. We can't just leave him out in the, <laughs> lay it in the grass, you know. And um, so we, uh, I don't know, there's three of us, like two other guys helped me. We're trying to drag him in the house. He's, you know, he's a, he's a big dude. And, um, you know, we're trying, he's just like complete dead weight. It's like really hard, you know. So um, somehow somebody made some, I don't know what happened, but the dog started barking. <laughs> you know, the dog's barking his head off inside the house. And lights start coming on. You know, I'm like, oh, my God. So next thing you know, his parents are standing there, Billy's parents. And Billy's, oh, and the other two guys ran off, by the way. When the lights started to come on, everybody, they took off running, right? So it's me and Billy standing there. I'm trying to hold him up. I'm basically, it was having mashed against the house, and I'm, trying, you know, what I'm saying I'm using the house as as one side to hold him, and um, you know, they open the door, uh, they come to the door, and Billy's dad goes, "Well, look at you two drunk sons of bitches." <laughs> uh, it was hilarious, and um, he, which is an accurate statement, by the way, and um, he goes, he goes, help me get him in here. We took him. In. Oh, his Billy's mom goes, where's our car? Where's our car? She was really worried about the car. I said, the car's right over there. It's fine. Everything's cool. So we dragged Billy into the into the uh, into the den, you know, and uh, like let him free fall basically onto the couch. And he hits the couch, bounces right into the floor, <laughs> and he goes, ah, I'll be all right there. So, uh, so that's uh, those. You know, this is the kind of stuff. This is the. These are some of the adventures. I'm sure there's more that I didn't think of. Yeah, this, is, this is complete mayhem. This is what you do. This is what happens when you have no, have no internet, and when you have no uh, video games. <laughs> right. That's what I blame it on. It's just we didn't have. We had to make our own fun. We had to create our own fun. That's all. So anyway, we're at the end of this thing. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you have any of these kinds of stories, give me a call, 570-290-8151. If you have any uh, debauchery in movie theaters, tales to tale, or anything funny, you know, anything that happened, 
in uh, movie theaters, give me a call. 570-290-8151. That's the, uh, that's the uh, number for the hotline, and you'll be part of a new sh- uh, or a future show. A new show in the future, right? Also, if you want to get two episodes a week instead of a measly one, you can do that too. You can head on over to patreon.com. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Jeff K. Sign up for a $4 or more monthly donation, and you'll get an extra episode every week. Trying to get back on track. I'm having some troubles, but uh, I think things are getting a little bit better, so you can do that today. Get an extra episode every week for only $4 a month or more. I mean, you don't have to stick to $4. You can do more. That's at patreon.com slash Jeff K. Helps me out a great deal. Thank you. Thank thank you if you're already if you're already a part of it. And surfreportpod.com is the website for the podcast. It has expanded show notes, links, photographs, etc. So check that out, surfreportpod.com. And we're at the end of this thing. Thank you guys for listening. We will be back soon. I will be back soon over on the Patreon side. So until then, you guys have yourselves a fine, fine day. I'll see ya. Bye. Cold, wet, wiener. <laughs>